Hello and welcome to the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast for Sunday, November 27th, 2022. Today's message is titled, We Have What We Have Through God's Love. The message today comes from John chapter 3. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. We look at the word God's love. There's no way to measure God's love. If I've said many times, there's no ways to, ways to measure eternity. But aren't you glad today that we have what we have in life and what we have in our life? As Sister Letha was saying, as also as they sang and said last Sunday, 75% of the, we're 25%. I don't want to say better off. I'm not using that word. But God's love loves them 75% as much as he loves us. God's love is for everyone everywhere in all the places in this world his love is there he cares for us aren't you glad of that today that his care his love i was thinking as i was praying this week and asking god's help in the direction and uh, I, I i this just kept bearing on my mind about god's love last week we talked about thankfulness and i am thankful for what i have and god has given us i'm thankful for the church i'm thankful for each and every one I'm in hopes and I, I'm encouraged to find that there's people in the last week as the families may have differences in life, but being together as family, uh, things may have been settled. Problems may have been solved. Things may have been asked um, uh, to, to be forgiven and to go on. I don't know any of those things, but I'm just saying in thankfulness because when we draw together, when we are drawn together, there's things that happens in life that their love is there. Love is in that in that. Uh, a center of our lives and we as Christians uh, we have to have and we not only have to have we want to have that love and that compassion for one another praise the Lord praise the Lord love is great uh, I was thinking as I was preaching before in life and the thought came to me maybe the Lord has set me down and told me about this about I was thinking about I don't know if brother Harold told me or sister Merle but one of them told me one time I think Sister Merle sat right here close to the front. And whenever Brother <coughs> Harold was preaching, and he may have got off of something just a little bit, she would kind of make the motion. And uh, that was supposed to be, you're chasing rabbits. And, you know, I want my wife to do that. And I guess the only way she can get my attention is just stand up. So if she just stands up, I'm to change and get focused back on what I was supposed to preach, not something about out here that happened. I'm supposed to stay in the Word in the Word of God. And I know I'm guilty of that. So if she happens, to, I haven't instructed her about that yet, but if she happens to do that through the instructions, I wanted to do it in front of somebody so I would have a witness, you know what I mean? So if she stands up, I don't know if it'll be the Spirit getting after her or she's getting after me, one of the two. But isn't God good to us? Isn't going to church and loving the Lord fun? You say, is that all it's about? It is. Having fun in this life because we're going to a life that is going to be forever and forever. And no pain or any of that stuff. So let us laugh. Let us be grateful in what God has given to us. When I say laugh, we're not making mockery. We're glad that we have what we have through God's love. He loved me. You ever play that game, what kind of a flower do you pick, a daisy? He loves me, he loves me not. Is that a daisy? Did you ever play that game, Vicky? Well, I'm glad you just had me there then. Okay. 
But this is not a game. This is something that dwells within our heart. He loves me because he told me that he did. He loved me because he told me that he forgave me of my wrongdoings and of my sin. He cares for me, and he gives me the very best that I can deserve, that I deserve. And there's things that I feel like that I don't deserve that he still gives me. Praise God. Aren't you glad of that today? That God reaches down in the very depths and brings us up and gives us that uplift that we need in life to encourage us to continue on and to serve him. God's love. You don't have to turn there, but it all started in Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, he said that very thing. He created. What does that have to do with love? Turn to John 3, 16 and 17. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But verse 17 says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Them verses go together. He gave us. Why did he give his Son? Because he loved us. He loved us. And it said in Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning. He loved us from the very beginning. Then he gave his Son. And his Son went to the cross. He gave his only begotten Son. That's whosoever loves him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love. There's no way to measure the distance of God's love. There's many ways of measuring things in this world. There's many instruments in this world that you can measure things, the height, the depth, the width. But there's no way to measure love that I can figure it out unless you go through the love of Jesus Christ. And then there's more love than we can contain sometimes. There's more love in that than we contain. Have you been around people that you absolutely love and you know they love you and you feel that bond? But still yet, that's just part of love. God loves us even more than that. He takes us one at a time and shows us love. When we mess up, he still shows me love. When we say something that maybe we shouldn't say, what I mean by that, uh, and I don't mean that we're out here having to watch what we say, but when we make a mistake, you know, we can hurt people's feelings and not intentionally to, not mean that. And I'm saying that with all the love that I know how because it's happened. And whenever you talk as much as I do, it's going to happen more often. <laughs> Go ahead and say amen. But anyway, but God so loved me that he takes care of me. It's not hard for me, and it's not something that I, 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 I have trouble with is saying that I'm sorry. For when I feel like that I have done a wrong or when I feel like there's something not right in my life, I could say that I'm sorry and mean it from my heart. And that's all God expects of us. What do you mean all that he expects? He expects us to walk in the light, the pathway that he has shown upon us, that love. He loves the very lowest person, if you want to put it in that way. I don't like to refer to it that because uh, I'm no better than anyone else. I've just been blessed of God. I've been, I, by the grace of God, I'm saved today, and I'm asking God to save those that are lost. What's their names? I don't have their names, but God knows them. Who, had, he, who, who called your name? You don't know. But God loved you, and God saved you, and God's continuing to keep his protecting hand upon you. In the beginning, in the beginning, 
He made heaven and earth. And you can read from Genesis on what happened. But then, as I said, we turn to that John 3, 16. For God so loved. What is so loved? For God so loved that he gave his son. And we look at things in life. As I said, there's many things that we can measure. They sometimes call them uh, tape measures. Uh, on a car, it's an odometer of how many miles you, you're going and how fast you're going. That's a kind of a measurement, you know, that we go by. And I, I was amazed, not amazed. I have seen it many times, but I always look. Uh, if I'm going by GPS, and Sister Elsie has told me many times, a few times, this is our GPS to heaven. This is going to get us there. It's going to get us there. Uh, I told you I argued with the GPS. I must not argue with the Word of God. I've got to take it for what the Word says and line up according to what the Word tells me to do. But you look at GPS and it'll say, it'll give you a route. We're pretty bad to stop and get snacks. And when you pull off the, just, I mean, just off of the road, it'll say, rerouting. Rerouting. I have to grip my teeth and say, I know it, I know it. But that's, it amazes me how technology has came in and, and done all this. You've got 100 miles to go and you should arrive at 1 p.m. I said, I'm going to test you out. See if you're lying to me. It'll, it'll be right because every time you stop, it stops, and it adds more time to it, see? So it's going to be right, whatever you do. If you don't stop and keep going, it'll be that way. But if you stop, it's going to be wrong, you know? We were going somewhere yesterday, and, and, and the GPS said, you'll be there at 12? No, at 11.13. I mean, that's a getting her down to the nitty-gritty, isn't it? So we had to, again, make a stop. Most people call it pit stops. I call it a snack stop. But while we're there, we go ahead and make the pit stop, too. I got back on the truck, looked at my GPS, and it says, you will arrive at 125. Okay. I'm going to put you to the test. Some of them roads, we could run 70, and I don't know how they figured that. But when I pulled in on the parking lot where I was going, 125. Am I good or am I good? And I can stay within those numbers. But I'm talking about our Lord Jesus Christ, the love that he has for you and I. He doesn't have a timetable, or he doesn't, he doesn't have a stopwatch on us. But when it comes our time, and when it arrives, and we're going to leave this walk of life, and we're going to be with him forever and forever, whether it's 122 or whatever the time may be, we're going to be with the Lord. It's because through his love we have what we have today. Measurement. There is no measurement. There is no measurement. I mean, I don't know ever who invented all of that. They're great. They're probably not working today. But what I'm saying is God's love, there is no greater love than the love of Jesus Christ. He loves me. He cares for me. Not only me, he cares for you. Not only you, he cares for everyone. He cares for the lowest person. If you want to so say that, that's not maybe a good thing to say, but he cares for them that's in the gutter. He cares for them, and he loves them, and he wants them to find the peace and happiness that we have today. But he's not a forceful God. It's a loving God. Aren't you glad of that? A loving God. 
we think many times in life, or I do, think many times in life, you know, uh, uh, how, how can he love? <laughs> Lord, forgive me. How can he love those that seems unlovable? But his love is there. The ways, no, but his love. You know what? And you've done the same thing. When Christ came into your life, old things were passed away, and there's that love that came in there that you cannot, I don't believe you probably can tell me just how you actually felt. You may can, and that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with it if you can because there's still more love out there. But isn't it, isn't it amazing how it changes our life when the love of God comes into our life? Can you remember that time? Can you remember whenever you said, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, in thy will and in thy way. I'll go with you. I will live for you. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? You've not regretted a time of that. If you regretted that, you wouldn't be here this morning because God's love is great. There is no way to emphasize the greatness and the love of God. It's just there. It's just there. Praise the Lord. God is great to us. He gives us that feeling of how good he really is, the love that we have. We look, and everything maybe in this life has a measure, like I said, has measurements. Yeah. I go with the doctor. Went this week. Both of us are going to die. No, I didn't really. And the first thing they ask you is get on the scales. You know what I want to tell them? Ain't none of your business how much I weigh. No, I didn't tell them that. But they said, can you guess? No, that's why I'm on the scales. I can't guess. I don't know. How tall are you? Same as I was last week when I was in here. But there's measurements, and they do this for a reason. You know, they, I don't know if, you take, if you're taller, you get a bigger shot. Uh, if you're smaller, it don't take as much. I, I have no idea. But that's, can I say a routine? That's something they need to do. They take your blood pressure and all of this. And when I went sick, they done that stuff. Am I running rabbits yet, Vicky? You stood up? No, not yet. They run this thing up your nose because they were testing for COVID. I said, lady, we're out of the COVID season. It's flu now. RSV. She said, we'll test that too. I thought, my, three times? But no, that didn't happen. But what I'm saying is that's something they go through to find out. That's a measurement that they take. That's something that they need to know. That's something that the doctor needs to know. His love is greater than anything in this walk of life. You may have a new car. You may have a new home. You may have a, a many things in life, and that's great, and God, that's nothing wrong with that. But there's still nothing greater than the love of Jesus Christ living and dwelling within us. Aren't you glad of that? If there's many times in life I refer to that scripture, and I've referred to it from the pulpit many times, John 3, 16, for God so loved. And what does so love me? He loved me. He cares for me. He gives me the desire to serve him as, as humble as I know how. I get out of the footsteps. He gets me back in. But you know what? God's love is the same love if we're down as if we are on the mountaintop. There's a song that's been many a sung, and it's been sung here. Life is easy when you're on the mountain. But that same love is there 
as it is down here. Just because we're on the mountain doesn't mean that you and I can handle everything in life. It's the love of Jesus Christ that we're there to start with. But when we're in the valley, that's the love that he begins to bring us up. We realize we're human. We realize this when things are going well. Maybe I don't seem to be too concerned about things happening. But whenever the crisis comes, that's when things in my life seem to fall apart. But it's the same love that God loved me then as he does now. And he will continue to love me because the word tells me so. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I love you. Isn't that great? Praise the Lord. Many people has talked to us, some people still bringing up or maybe saying, you know, I see where you celebrated your 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah, thank you. But they'll look at the wife and say, I feel sorry for you. You know, just, but I've got over that. I'm like a turtle. I've got a hard shell, even though my head pokes out. But I am thankful, and I love her today as much as I loved her 50 years ago. Maybe more. Maybe, maybe I don't tell her every day. There's things in life I forget. You know, how can you forget to tell somebody you love them? You take it for granted. I love you. And like she said, she's planning on being gone a few days. I don't know what day. She's planning on being gone. She's, the, the, the granddaughter's supposed to be there the first, so they're going to have to leave sometime. They can't just keep putting it off. So if you see me out here wandering around, direct me back toward home. You know, that I'll get there, you know. But anyway, the love of God. There is no love to compare to God's love. There is no love that can, we think we love, we fall in love, and we, we have that, uh, that, that feeling when we begin to fall in love. And I'll not get on the young people, but when we begin to fall in love, there is something there that bonds us together, that gives us together. But whenever we ask God forgiveness in our life, and that love comes in, and he gives us that love, and the, and the Bible says we became a new creature whenever the love of Jesus Christ abounds in our life. Aren't you glad of that today? that that love came in and that sadness, that hatefulness, that hatred left us, left us. I was pretty much a guy that held a grudge when somebody done me wrong. What is that scripture said? Eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. I've done me wrong. I'm going to get even with you. <laughs> That was something hard to get over, you know. Not it wasn't hard when God came into my life. He wanted He wanted me to love everybody. Praise God, He did. And I've told you about people that's been absolutely mean that I felt comfortable around. You, you really did, because I I felt like I had God's love within me, and God was going to protect me. And they have come back and and I'm not patting myself on the back, but they have come and said. We appreciate your stand. You didn't do things as we did. I associated with them. Yes, I did. Went to school with them. But they loved God. I wasn't a great Christian when I was in school. But I knew right from wrong, or thought I did. Looking at my grade card, I didn't know wrong from right. But anyway, you know, I thought it was like golf. The lower score you had, the better you made it. But that's not right. It's, I've always heard different ways. But the love of God has given me this peace of mind that when it comes my time to leave this walk of life, I know where my destination is going to be. 
going back to the GPS. When you get there close, turn left here, drive two and a half point miles, and you'll be, your destination's on the right. You drive down through there, and it'll say, you've arrived. I know what, I know where I'm going. I mean, there's a sign there that says, you've arrived, you know. Whenever God is through with me, he's going to call me to heaven. I'm going to go, and I want him to say, enter in, thy good and faithful child, come with me. Come with me. And I, I, I know for a shadow of a doubt that God has blessed my life. And I've said to you many times, and you may have even thought yourself, where would you be without the love of God? God's love is greater than anything we could ever possibly have. God's love is greater than being a millionaire. God's love is greater than God cares. Isn't that great? God cares. Have you ever noticed in your life that there may be hardships come, and you're going to wonder, maybe even, as Sister Lisa was talking about that song, I roof over my head and all, you know, that song, of the blessings. But there may be a time in your life that you wonder maybe where your next meal might be coming from. Or you wonder something is what, what's going to happen. But you know what? Because you're a child of God, He provided a way and made that possible for that thing to come true in your life. You might not have had money in the bank afterwards, but He took care of that need at that very time because of His love. He does it for a lot of people. He loves people in a crisis situation, in a fatality, in a, in a serious accident. Those that may not know the Lord, and we may have used that, said, how in the world did they seem to survive with, in that without being killed or taken, I guess taken away? But God had a plan. God's plan is for them to find that peace and rest. He's probably done that to give them another chance to find him as their Savior, to have that love. Don't you like to talk to people that has gone, uh, well, not necessarily gone through something, but don't you like to talk to people whenever God has miraculously touched that person's life in, in, in being maybe healed from a, from a terminal disease or, or, or maybe uh, healed from something else? And, and they may not know the Lord real well, the one that's talking to you, but they emphasize that there's greater power. The power came from above. That tells me that there's some love there somewhere that they love and they appreciate the love of God. Praise God. One more verse of Scripture. Scott, would you get ready? One more verse of Scripture. It's found in 1 Peter 4 and 8. But verse 7, let's start at verse 7. 1 Peter 4 and 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity covers the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. Verse 8 says, And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sin. For love shall cover the multitude of sin. You and I are not the judge. We know that. We could read that over in Matthew. Judge not. But God has given us this opportunity to love and to serve Him. We love Him with all of our heart. He gives us the desire of what we have this very day. When you awoke this morning, you awoke with the intent 
of being in this service, and you're here. But only through the love of God that you were allowed to wait. You say, if, if I hadn't woke it, God didn't love me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I said, because he loved you, and you're, 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 you're not ready to go yet. Your, your time has not come. I don't want to say you wasn't ready, but your time. But you woke, and God gave you another opportunity to serve him a little while longer. I started to say the whole day, but who knows? I'm not giving you your death sentence this morning. I'm just saying the love of God is why we're here today, because he so loved us. And it tells us that. And above all things, have further the char charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover a multitude of sins. We thank as God has richly blessed you, as well as blessing me. He touches us through different ways. He gives us that opportunity to give him thanks and glory. We thank him for the times in life that he has seen us go through hardships in life. Why does God let you do that? I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying he's seen that. But he also gives us the faith to pray through that. We walk through these things in life. We see those things happening to us. When, everything is un when sometimes things are unpleasant, God is there. God is good all the time. Love will roll the clouds away. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope that you got a special blessing out of today's message. We'd like to invite you back next week for another edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Music